bonus episode of A Nightcap with me, Trisha Black. I don't know why I wanted just to do that in like a real radio voice for a little bit. <laughs> just make it sound like, oh, it's time for a nightcap. Because I feel like night things are just a little bit sexier. You know what I mean? <laughs> Welcome to a nightcap with me, Trisha Black. I'm being real silly. Uh, nightcap bonus episodes are where I talk everything pop culture that I've come across this week. And let me tell you, there is quite a lot that I have come across and I am very excited to discuss it. Oh boy. And as my nightcap for my nightcap, I am drinking a Bellwoods Brewery Jelly King. It is sour. It's a dry hop sour. So it's not just full sour. It's got a nice tartness to it as well. Oh, I love it. I love Bellwoods. It's so nice down there on Ossington and Queen. That area is very lovely. Uh, They have a very lovely brewery. I don't know why I keep saying lovely. Apparently, that's the word of the night. (laughs) Let's get to what I'm talking about this week. Uh, How's everyone's weekend? Everyone have a good weekend? Anyone do anything crazy? I didn't didn't get up to much this weekend. I mean, what can you do in a pandemic? You can go on hikes as much as you want to. You can watch TV. I've been watching a lot of TV per usual. I did a lot of work. I did have a social distance backyard hang yesterday with my dear friend Tom Hearn, and it was very needed and very lovely, and we were very safe and cautious, uh, and it it truly, like, filled my soul to actually be with with more people. I love being with my girlfriend, Jill. We have a great time, but it is nice to, to mix it up a bit and have that have that normalcy of hanging out with people, uh, even though it is still very strange and you don't know whether or not you can hug, which we didn't. So that was very strange. Um, you know, can you go inside to use the bathroom? Well, of course you can. Just wipe everything down when you, you come out and make sure you wash your hands a bunch. Uh, but that was lovely. We had a lot of veggies and, and some dips and we, we barbecued some sausages and grilled some uh, wonderful veggies. Honestly, my new favorite thing to grill is probably a, uh, a, a pepper and zucchini. Salt, pepper. Oh, I love to cook. Oh, I love to cook. I could talk about cooking uh, all day, but I will not because this is not a cooking <laughs> bonus. Maybe someday though, maybe I will do a cooking bonus. Who the heck knows? Let's start the nightcap off with my top three pop picks of the week. number one the recently renamed group the chicks came out with their first full-length album since i don't know 14 years ago 14 years we've been waiting for another chicks album and let me tell you it was worth the wait their new album gaslighter is incredible it is such a tour de force a masterclass in music and empowerment and lyricism and truth. And, you know, I've always loved country music. I love, love, love country music. I've loved it since I was a kid. Used to get made fun of all of the time listening to country music. Um, and I always stuck by it because I did love it. And I love the Dixie Chicks with their, their first album that I ever heard was Fly. 
Goodbye Earl obviously was amazing because it had Jane Krakowski in the music video. Oh, I love Jane Krakowski. Uh, <laughs> but Natalie Maines, her voice is just, oh, it's perfection. And, and the heart that is brought into this album is very apparent. And the hurt, too. There's a lot of hurt behind the lyrics and pain. And it makes for such a wonderful album. Uh, the song Gaslighter, the title song of the, sh- of the album, is just honestly such a catchy bop. Um, it slaps, as the kids say, although me hearing myself say slaps now makes me feel like an aunt who's trying to be cool. Yikes. Um, <laughs> but it does slap. It's a bop. It's just a really catchy song. Gaslighter, denier, doing anything to get your ass father. Just the melody alone in that, that one lyric and that one line of music is so good and so catchy. And I have it in my head all the time. Um, their new, their new single that is the second single off the album, Sleep at Night, is just so heartbreakingly beautiful and haunting and again angry tights tights on the boat that song is huge it reminds me of like reality tv but through song like singing about you know i brought you on this boat and you brought another girl on the boat that i brought you on well screw you get off my boat get her and her tights off of my boat it's so good. I recommend everyone at least take a listen to it. Um, there's quite a number of songs on that album that are very important. And of course, it, and of course, and finally, the song March March, which they released recently with a music video uh, dealing with all of the, the Black Lives Matter movement. And it is so powerful and it is so simple. And it's just that idea of like, we, ha- we have to keep fighting. We will march. And, you know, it, you, no one will stop us. And it is so good. And just like the drum beat is amazing. March, march to my own drum. March, march to my own drum. Like is just so good. And it reminds you of kind of that. Are, it's like rhythm and blues meets the, like country. And obviously rhythm and blue like country took from rhythm and blues um, when it was becoming country. And, you know, a lot of music, of course. Um, comes from different genres and and things like that. But this album, I would give it five out of five chicks. Five out of five chicks, that's huge. Because there's only three chicks in the band, but I'm giving them an extra two because they deserve it. And uh, it was worth the wait. And I am so happy that those girls did not just shut up and sing because they have a lot to say and they are vocal. And I think that's important to use your platform uh, for uh, for those reasons, to to be vocal, and especially in an industry which is country, um, where they they were you know shunned from that world when they denounced uh, what's his nuts. <laughs> I don't even uh, George Bush. There we go. I couldn't even remember because who cares? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, and that was sad. And the fact that people can send death threats to a music group for stating their opinion and using their freedom of rights that everyone so uh, uh, often throws around as a way to spread hate. 
I salute them. I salute the chick, the cheeks. There's Jelly King. Oh my. The cheeks. Can you imagine there's a band called the cheeks? Hey, hey, we're the cheeks. It's just like two butt cheeks album. It's so stupid. Uh, the chicks. I, 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 I raise a glass to the chicks and their awesome music. All right. Number two. Uh, my second pop culture pick of the week is, of course, Below Deck. I mean, are you surprised? Are you shocked? I, I'm not, because there are a lot of seasons of Below Deck. But you will be very happy to hear that I have finished the OG Below Deck. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm actually re-watching season seven just so I can understand what's happening and especially because in that season in season seven all of these men become so aggressive all of a sudden out of like not even out of nowhere I mean we probably should have seen it coming um but against Kate like poor Kate gets called a bitch gets like you know all of the time and what an awful thing and then the fact that when um Ashton makes fun of Tanner's mother and Kate then is like, well, how's your mother doing? Doesn't make fun of his mom in any way, shape or form. Just brought her into the conversation. Didn't say a word that was negative. And he flips out and punches a window and becomes so aggressive that you that even the other guys who hate, who apparently hate Kate, like Kevin, the, the chef, are like coming to her defense being like, okay, everybody chill, everybody cool down. And then Kate goes to quit and like, of course she quit. I would quit too. It's wrong. It's not cool, man. Like, dudes, you have, you have, you know, problems. You, you got some anger management issues that you got to deal with. But that's, so that's unfortunate because I will defend Kate till the ends of the earth because I think she's great and I think she works hard and I think she's a, a strong, independent lady uh, who apparently is no longer gay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but the whole below deck was great. It was really fun. I mean, like I said, it's entertaining. I could probably talk about it for days. I have a lot of thoughts. I, I, I want to know how, how they can only be on a boat for six weeks. And some people quit when you make a thousand or $2,000 in three days. How can you pass up that money? Because you just are sad. Like, oh my gosh, get over it. It's six weeks. It's not that long out of your life. I would do it in a heartbeat. Below deck, if you need a new deckhand or stew, I could do either. I would do either of them. I think you got to call me Trisha Black. Uh, you can look me up. I'm in the phone book for sure. Uh, <laughs> um, I like season six a lot. Um, I thought it was great. I like that Kate had like a buddy in a good, really good stew. Um, oh, gosh. What's his name? Jill? What's the, the gay stew's name? Josiah? Okay. <laughs> Josiah. <laughs> uh, she had a really great buddy and another stew, Josiah, who was the first male stew that we've seen. And he was queer and he was very good at his job. Um, and I really liked him and I liked that. I think season five I really enjoyed because it felt like they all kind of got along in a weird way. Ben was so sweet to the, the stew that he was dating that season. Um, 
you know, I like I like Chef Ben. What I like about Chef Ben, and I'll tell you right now, is that I think Chef Ben is really good at you know, being a dick, but then immediately apologizing and knowing that he was in the wrong and trying to make up for it. And I find that a bit noble because he's not defensive. He's not like, oh, well, I did it because of this. He's like, no, I did that thing. And I'm, um, I'm, you know, I'm adult enough to own up to it. So I appreciate that. And, you know, he's bad. And him and Kate should just, I think, be together. But that's just my opinion. That's my hot take and my hot goss on Kate and Ben. I think that they are, you know, perfect for each other in that their personalities are almost the same, but not. And I feel like they'd have fiery, fiery uh, sex. (laughs) I think they'd have a really wild time. And I'm sure they did when they were hooking up. Uh, (laughs) uh, So I love that. You know, I I thought OG Below Deck is great. I can't imagine it without Kate, though. And she's not coming back uh, for this next season. So I don't know how they're going to replace that chief stew. I like captain Lee a lot. Um, I do find him a bit of like a bit of a man, you know, like an old school dude. Uh, but he is kind as well. And, you know, he gives people second chances, but he's also no bullshit. So I like that. I like, I like captain Lee. I do love that. He's always on Kate's side. They have this bond that just cannot be broken. And I appreciate that, but he also holds her accountable, which I like. Uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know how I'm going to enjoy the show without Kate. She really makes it for me. I, I really, I really enjoy her. And I'm on Below Deck Med. I've started from season one, but I have to say a little disappointed because no Captain Sandy season one. So I'm looking forward to getting to when Captain Sandy pops on. Uh, but Hannah and Chef Ben, it's so incestuous. <laughs> Yachting is so incestuous. Um, and it, it, is, it is weird to see Ben chef ben and uh hannah together i i actually don't know how i feel about it uh my glasses are getting steamy because i'm i'm so like <laughs> don't know how to deal with it because it's weird it's weird when you see um here hold on there now i can see uh it's weird when you see two people that you don't expect to be together to be together on a reality tv show and you're like this doesn't make any sense and you're the chief stew and the the chef and this just can't go well. And also the guy who, oh shit, what's his name? Danny. Uh, and, and Danny who just, I don't get his, I don't get the, the, the guy. Like he knows why he's on this boat. He knows he's there to work, right? But he decides that he's going to fall in love with a woman who works for the Tilted Kilt. Like she doesn't even own the tilted kilt. She's a model for the tilted kilt and he's like all over her. And I'm like, okay, sure. Is that worth losing your job? And are you like in love with her all of a sudden? I don't get this. And then wanting to write her the poem and everyone was like, you can't write a poem. That's crossing the line. And he still does it. Like it's wild. The first season is drama, 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 drama. And I am living for it. (laughs) <laughs> I give OG Below Deck a four out of five yachts. Um, you know, I I uh I love it, but I do I think there's a lot of violence through some of it. It's like kind of hard to watch. You're like, oof, like this isn't right. Why is this here? And like they're all so drunk, but oh God, I love the drama. So you know what? I changed that. It's four and three quarter yachts out of five yachts, I would say for sure. 
Uh, season one of Below Deck Med, I'm giving it a three out of five yacht because there's no Captain Sandy. And without Captain Sandy, I don't know what we're doing even. <laughs> and now we're on to my number three pick of the week. Uh, I, two dear friends of mine, Gregory Harrison and Fran Miller, who I worked with at uh, Massey Hall, which I will say uh, Massey Hall, again, was probably one of the best jobs I've ever had in this city. It's probably one of the best jobs I've ever had because the management was so well and it was so cool because you got to serve, make tips and watch amazing bands that you probably would never. Like I saw Hart at Massey Hall. I saw Gordon Lightfoot, the Strumbellas, um, you know, like, uh, the, and the list goes on and on and on. Like it, it was an insane job. I worked there for five years. Um, and they have just released a new single on Spotify called Perfect Mess. It is amazing. It is beautiful. It has this nostalgic feel to it that brought me back, just brought me back to like 80s synth pop. Um, and it, the lyrics are amazing and it's about a breakup and just kind of not maybe being the right fit, but also the song really fits in what is happening here in 2020 right now uh, and what is going on. And uh, you just kind of have to listen to, to it for yourself. And they're getting so close to having so many views on Spotify. And if you can give them a listen, please, like, honestly, so good. It's so good. Um, and if you can, you know, Give them a listen on Spotify. I've had it on repeat. It is honestly my new summer bop. And I'll say it again. This song slaps. I don't care if I sound ridiculous because that's what it, it does. It slaps. It's huge. It should be on everyone's summer playlist. Uh, the band uh, that they are under now is Mir. Uh, and the song is Perfect Mess. And we are so very grateful to Mir for giving us the opportunity to play that song right now. Uh, here on One More Round with me, Trisha Black. So we're going to take out the week here in a second with that song. They also have a wonderful new music video that is equally um, nostalgic, that is just really well shot, and I loved it, and it, it just fits so well into how the tune is. Uh, so that's it for me and my top three pop picks of the week. Uh, let's see if that works. I don't know. <laughs> don't forget to tune in on Wednesday for my interview with the wonderful Coco and Daphne. Uh, they are amazing. Uh, we, we sat down and, and just really had such a lovely conversation. They are incredible and uh, well worth the listen um, for their, their wonderful, uh, charming warmth and uh, in knowledge and intelligence. Uh, I could go on and on about them, but that's coming out Wednesday. Uh, with one more round. Uh, this has been a nightcap with Trisha Black, a little bonus, a little bonus to bring you into the week. Uh, if you want to follow the pod on Instagram, it's one more round podcast. If you want to follow me, it's it's underscore Trisha Black on Instagram and Twitter or our website, www.trishablack. Uh, sorry, I got my own website wrong. www.itstrishablack.com. And in big news, these nightcaps are going to be going live once a month starting this Sunday, uh, July 26th with OG guest Tom Hearn. Uh, we are going to be live. So I'm asking everyone this week, if you can, over the weekend, uh, take a watch 
of the old classic starring Britney Spears, Crossroads. Uh, we're going to be discussing Crossroads, uh, everything Britney, including the new hashtag Free Britney movement, which we got a free Britney. She deserves to be free. We want her to be happy. We love Britney. She's incredible. Uh, so, you know, give that, a, give that a watch. We're going to leave a link in Wednesday's description, uh, and that'll be right over to YouTube. So even if you don't click that link, you can listen to it uh, next week. Also watch it live on YouTube. Just search One More Round with Trisha Black, and you'll be able to find us. Uh, it's going to be a blast, and there's going to be obviously a chat, so you can drop your hot comments and uh, your thoughts on everything Britney Spears. Uh, we love her. Tom loves her. So we're very excited uh, to present you that. We really hope you'll check in. Um, and it's free. It's free. So you can just pop in. We might have a tip jar or something, you know, if you're feeling, you know, friendly. Uh, but there's no uh, requirement whatsoever. It's just free. And we're going to have a really good time. So get into your cozies, grab a drink, and we'll have a nightcap. And thank you so much. And I'm going to take you out now with Mir's summer hit, Perfect Myth. We'll see you soon. Just